There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. You know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The Volume. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Inside the Garage podcast. I'm Kyle Hamilton, along with KJ Wallace, Connor Radian, and Cam Hart. So we're recording this after the playoff rankings came out. Um, it's going to be attached to a podcast that we recorded last week. Couldn't release it because there's some news that happened in the program. I'm sure you guys know about that by now. But uh, somebody left and somebody's a new coach. But we had to <laughs> upload some stuff about that. So we're just going to attach this one to the front of the one that we recorded previously. But first... First, happy 21st birthday, my boy Cam Hart. <laughs> yeah. Bottom left? Yep. There we go. <laughs> uh, appreciate happy it, birthday, Cam. Appreciate, appreciate, appreciate Old it. man now. Appreciate that. Before we start uh, talking about the playoff, how was your birthday? It was Good? great. It was, it was great. Day. My girlfriend took to Chicago, got dinner, had some fun out, got a massage, went to a beer spa, if anyone knows what that is. If you don't know what that is, you need to go to Piva Spa, maybe. No free, yeah. no free pub. No free pub. Oh, facts, facts. Are you got no free ass? NIO we don't know about? <laughs> <laughs> so, nah, but um, yeah. Went to Chicago, came back here today, went to breakfast. Y'all took me out to Barley. It's good. Shout out Barley. I don't feel old, bro. No, happy birthday, Cam. Happy Thanks, 21st. buddy. Big birthday. Big old birthday. Yes. Big uh, There's only two of us left, me and Kyle. Mm-hmm. You have to reach that line. Yeah, but the lost mm-hmm. soldiers. Y'all keep up. <laughs> we'll, we'll do OG. Uh, <laughs> I saw OG. I'm OG. Uh, so the playoff situation. Obviously, we did not make it in. Number five, right outside. Uh, we needed a lot of stuff to go our way. Saturday, um, unfortunately, only one of those things happened. We can touch touch base on the Oklahoma State game later. But yeah, Fiesta Bowl against Oklahoma State. What thoughts? Well, I guess my first thought when I saw who we were matched up against, I thought. Um, as Notre Dame, we always pride ourselves are like having a diverse, like a strong schedule. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be really cool because this is a different team. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Big 12. I think we're going to match up well, though. But I just felt like that was probably my first initial re- reaction. That this is a different team. Mm-hmm. I caught a little bit of the game. Was that yesterday? Yeah. Caught the end of the game yesterday. And um, they kind of remind me of an ACC team because they did a lot of RPO at the end of the game, at least. Yeah. When I found out we were playing them today, I was kind of excited because this is the first time that Oklahoma State and Notre Dame has ever played in team history. Like, it just will be interesting. I don't know what to expect from that conference or teams that's in that conference. Right. 
type of athletes they got or anything yeah. like that. So it'll be interesting. It's funny. They've like been right behind us this whole year, right? Like mm-hmm. six, eight, and seven. Before that game, I hadn't really watched them, but I'm definitely, I mean, excited for the game. It's like Cam says, the first time we'll ever play them. I think that's pretty cool. A cool venue. I mean, Arizona, the Fiesta Bowl. And at the end of the day, it's a New Year's Six Bowl, right? And right. those are hard to get into and those are fun. And I don't know, it should be interesting just because it's a completely different team that we've ever you know, played or seen. So, right. How much of the excitement is getting a PS5? A ton. A ton. And for me, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a ton. <laughs> I was thinking also that just the fact that it's convenient for me, like being able to stay in Arizona and things like, like right. that after. And then Gamer Cam is going to make a comeback. Gamer Cam. Cam. Coming back. <laughs> I, yeah. I haven't had a console. I didn't have one last year in the apartment. I don't have one now. So, <laughs> Might be might be bad for the grades in the spring semester. This <laughs> so make up for how I got finessed at GameStop when I sold my PS4. So I'm with it. It's kind of interesting what we were talking about at dinner, though. The fact that we've played on like, I guess every spectrum of like the end of the season. I guess. Yeah. Like we played in a regular bowl game in the camping world. Then we got playoffs. Yeah. And then we got a New York Six. So that doesn't happen often. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Just touch on Oklahoma State. Let's talk about their last game because y'all obviously watched. I know KJ watched. I heard him jumping up and down from upstairs. I was so lit, bro. <laughs> Connor watched it, but I thought Baylor's defense was playing hella good. And obviously, I don't really watch, watch Big 12 football like that, but like they had some dudes who were balling. Like they had a safety who was balling. Uh, the D tackle was going crazy too. And just like Oklahoma State's offense going to get anything going. But then at the end of the game, old boy thought he was Superman and was going to die from the six yard line uh i saw i was watching i was like damn he's about to score i'm like whoa what just happened he just <laughs> dove out of bounds but i was like dang this is crazy what, what was y'all's thoughts just watching the game connor let's let you start well i watched the beginning of the game and it was exciting right the baylor quarterback started i believe like 17 to 17 yeah it was crazy i was like all right so this, this is good for us and then i watched the end of it and obviously i saw that and i mean it was I thought he was going to get in at first and so I was like, oh, great. And like, I was watching the game with like, a, I don't know, probably like 30 of our teammates. And so when he didn't score, it was like this huge celebration. It was like, oh, everyone's like jumping up and down. And But then Baylor had to run like that. I mean, they were on like the half yard line. So they still had to run a play to make sure. They, yeah, they it wasn't safety. a safety. Yeah. Everyone's like jumping down. Everyone's like, we have to watch the last part of this game. And then they did, they got it and they like QB sneaked it. And I was like, all right. And I thought, you know, it was going to be good from there. But other games did not follow us. Yeah, I know. I'm not trying to talk about another player like that, but I'm trying to see if I'm the the only one that noticed this. Um, Because Mir's the quarterback's body language, like, horrible the whole game. Which quarterback? Oklahoma State. He threw four picks, though. Brett probably wasn't having the best. Yeah, but it seemed like even (laughs) from the jump, he was like, I don't know what it was. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but. Four picks? Yeah. Yeah, four. No tugs. Last time they played Baylor, I think he had two picks. And it was, they was oh, yeah. about to win yeah. the game. It was like six crazy? picks in three quarters or something like but that. Yeah. I'm not going to speak for him, um, but he might have had that in the back of his head. Because, you know, when you play bad against a team, you're like, all you're thinking about is not doing that the next yeah. time. So, like, let's say you throw two picks, and then you go out there, you throw a pick, you're like, damn it. Like, yeah. I spent all this time preparing to do this, and I just did the same thing I did last time. Yeah. yeah, but I was watching the Oklahoma game last week, and he was playing his ass off. Yeah, so I don't know. Well, the chances of you winning a game after throwing at least even one pick is slim to none. Four, four picks, four, and they still end the game. Probably should have won the game. Yeah, probably should, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, the first thing I seen was that PI that got him to like. Right. Oh uh, yeah. And I I didn't personally think that was PI. And then 
I, I'm on my phone. I just look up. I just see somebody run into the sideline. I'm like, okay, some, someone scores there. Right. <laughs> this dude. <laughs> and I'm like, no, bro. <laughs> Yo, that this is he, so close. He jumped like laterally from the five and like try to twist his body. The angle 42 took, I think yeah, that's what made him do that. Great, like, 42 a great took a good, a good angle and it's just kind of like, I think that's what he had to do. Like, that's all he could do in that situation. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I would have tried to plant and get upfield, like run through it. Kyron would have scored. Yeah. Kyron would have scored. Thousand percent would have scored that. Well, Kyron scored on the first play. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Like, then again, Kyron would have scored a lot of times other backs don't yeah. score. Facts. I feel like there were a lot of PIs this weekend. Or is that just me? Just Man, from watching game. the game. I didn't watch it. It was Bama. Bama. It was Bama, Bama Georgia. Game. Yeah. Oh, they were throwing it crazy. Really? Let's talk about that game a little bit. Bama, Georgia. What about Saban? Receivers crazy. What does Saban do? I didn't watch too much football this weekend, disclosure. Um, it's my birthday weekend, so I was with my girl. Mm-hmm. I was just saying, me and Kyle this morning, they're like interviewing all the head coaches of the playoff teams. And Saban hops on, he's just like got this grin on his face. <laughs> me and Kyle look at each other like, this dude yeah. does not lose, like <laughs> ever. You know? And so he like every time, it's like the Patriots. Was this the interview when he was talking about the cap, uh, the rap poisoning? Yeah, that was pretty cool. He's like, y'all fed us rat poisoning all season, all week or something like that. And it, t- it was pretty nasty. But this time, it's pretty good. Yeah. I yeah. was like, yeah, yeah bro, this really, dude's a savage. We were in my room just chilling, watching the interview. And we were like, now I'm looking at the screen with this little grin. And I'm like, this dude, back again. <laughs> like, they said, uh, Nick Saban, congrats on Alabama being in the playoffs seven times out of the eight years of college football playoff has been a thing. I'm like, damn, that's damn. crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. He's goaded, bro. He's good. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's definitely goaded. Michigan Iowa game. I actually went and drove down to Indianapolis to watch. Uh, my boy Chris Hinton left me and my friend from Atlanta some tickets. Shout out Brian Gonzalo. He left us some tickets to go watch the game. So me and Brian shot down the Indy to go watch, and um, that was a close one. That was a nail biter for sure. <laughs> I was very nervous. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What's the score of that? A forty-two. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, stop saying that. Yeah. <laughs> stop saying that, bro. Me and Connor realistically probably stopped watching that game first quarter. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. After they went up, with, like, I think it was like 21-3. I was like, yeah. I'm cool. It was bad, 14, bad? I'm like, yeah. No, it was bad. It was, mm. it, well, they had this one, I don't credit to Michigan's OC in the beginning of the game. He, um, he, was, he came in with some good gameplay. He had that one like quarterback pass. Uh, they threw it to like Edwards. Yeah, he launched the ball like fifty yards with the Mm. running back, and it was like a dime ball. I was like, all right, yeah, they. they I was in the family section right there, right next to the end zone, and we were complaining about how like, um, why do they put the families in the corner of the end zone? Like, we should be at the fifty, and but it's crazy because five touchdowns happened right in that corner of that end zone. Like, (laughs) oh, it was blessed, but yeah, no, they came out crazy that game. I will, I don't know what they like their offensive game plan is because it's like. You got to have some sort of variety, but they were running. I told you, like, they ran, like, four plays the whole game. Mm. They were just switching back and forth, back and forth. They would boot on second down. They would run stretch, and then they would have some other pass play. And it's just, like, I don't know. It's easy to scheme. I don't know. I don't want to be disrespectful because they, they just play in the game. Like, they're a good team. But from the get-go, I never thought that they were had a chance to win that game. Fair. I was Sorry. praying that they won that game. The yeah. only, only shot we had left. Only yeah. shot we had. A lot of Michigan, I have a lot of Michigan fan friends, and they're like mad that they're not one. I think they play Georgia yeah. first round. Yeah, that's a good matchup, though. I think it is. Yeah, I think right. they match up well with them. I think yeah. they wanted to play Cincy first, and they thought they should be one. 
I don't know. I, I don't know if you watched the game, but you've watched Michigan State. I watched a lot of Michigan games, yeah. I don't know. what you guys think they should have been one? I think they're properly rated. So Bama went from four to one? Bama went from three, three. to one. Three to one. The committee says that they don't factor in rematches, like there being a rematch, but there's no way the committee would let Bama and Georgia play two games in a row. Mm-mm. They probably want a Bama-Georgia national championship, and so that's why they're making them play other teams, but mm. that's just my two cents. I don't know. I think Michigan can pull it out. Michigan I think so too. Really, really good. They bro. are really good. They're really they good. should be thirteen and zero. I want to play them. State. I want to play Michigan or Ohio State. Yeah. Imagine, imagine a Michigan Notre Dame playoff game. That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. Nuts. That'd be crazy. We were talking about this, KJ. They kind of play, not play calling, but like they have a similar style. Like they use two quarterbacks. Yeah. They have like a good, oh, they have like yeah. two good running, like two or three good running backs. Their line is good. Um, like they they use Defense their tight ends solid. heavily yeah. in their offense. And I was when we were watching, we were looking at each other like they kind of kind of play like us. Bosky, Hutchinson, yeah, like they have mm, good players. Yeah. And it's like I don't know, it's interesting to see how we would have matched up against them. That's facts. That'd be a very very even even match game. I want to play them too. I want to play them or Ohio State for real. Yeah, I thought that we were gonna play Ohio State and and Atlanta they, for today. They have to play in the Rose Bowl. It's like Big Ten Pac twelve oh, Rose yeah. Bowl when it's yeah. not a playoff game. Yeah, so they're mm-hmm. playing Utah in the Rose Bowl. I wish they would change that so yeah, we could have a better chance of playing in the Rose Bowl. And yeah, Pac-12 hasn't did. had a team in the playoff in six years. For real? Yeah. Was, uh, Oregon? Oregon? Oregon was the last one. That's crazy. I was just thinking about the other day. Texas A&M beat Bama. I know. There's a, <laughs> to be honest, like Bama should have been 12-0. They should have beat A&M. Mm-hmm. Michigan should have beat Michigan State. They're up like 14, right? Because this is the most like uncertain playoffs been in a while, I feel like, and like it really all came down this weekend. Up until this point, though, I think everybody everybody thought that Georgia was 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 like that. And I mean, I'm not saying they're not like that, but they're not superhuman. Yeah, people we thought they were like yeah. untouchable. Untouchable. I saw somebody tweet, um, "If you still say that defense wins championships, you're lying to yourself." Do you guys agree with that? That defense wins championships, 100. percent it's still, it's still going to win championships every time. They were talking about like the Bama-Georgia game, how Bama, Georgia's defense was this good, Bama's offense was this good. And so they were like, if you can't score anymore, you're not going to win games. Because Georgia's offense, like they're good, but they're not like Bama's offense. I think you need a superstar quarterback to win the playoff at, in this era. Um, <sighs> I, be, that, I believe that. That could, that could be. I believe that. And Bryce Young played out of his mind against Georgia. He did. Four touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, like 461 yeah, yards. yards. Shout out, shout out to vo- a volume, volume. Yeah, folks. shout out to oh, volume, bro. Coworker, right. coworker. Yeah. Is that coworker awesome? for real? Yeah, that's Kali. weird, bro. That's kind of weird. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. 
Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, so we're going to do this thing where we uh, rate rather than not we think the top 11 teams that's in the college football playoff rankings are underrated or rated. Ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do All it. Right. Bama. Fairly rated. Yeah, that's a, that's a good rating. Uh, I thought they were underrated until last week, and uh, now I think they're fairly rated because people are underrated. Yeah, Michigan got it correct. Correct, rated. I'm gonna say under, and I'm gonna just say under because um, I understand what Bama did, but going off their season, what they just did in the championship, I think they should be number one. Uh, I say underrated. Just watching them play in person, they look really good in person. I agree. I think underrated. I think their loss to Michigan State outweighs Bama's loss to. Yeah. Even though Bama's playing really good, I still think just resume-wise, it looks better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Georgia. I think Georgia's overrated. You look at their schedule in terms of like what was their best game against Arkansas before the Bama game, and they didn't play great. And obviously, they didn't play great against Bama. So I think that they're overrated. I'm going to say it's a fair rating. I don't really have too much to say on Georgia, honestly. I would say they're fairly rated just because their defense has been good. Yeah. Over there. I mean, they had a bad game, but I mean, they were giving up. Six points a game the whole year. Six point nine points a game. Like that's nuts. That's unheard of. Yeah, uh, I agree. Fairly rated. Um, Cincinnati at four. Come on, bro. I think Cincinnati's overrated, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> Hell, overrated. I'm gonna say they're overrated. I mean, I do. We all do have bias, but I, in a non-biased way, I think they're overrated. I agree, overrated. But I will say, just thinking about it. With the teams, with the games that went on this weekend, there's no way that they could put us in four. Yeah. Because that wouldn't just no, make yeah, sense. No, that would be anarchy. Fair. But yeah, would make I do sense. believe that they're a rate a little bit. Ohio State at six? I think it's correct rating. I think so. I mean, offense is really good. And they would beat. Uh, I would say, I mean, if there was a way that we could move up as well, I would say underrated. I was thinking that because, I mean, everybody in this room thinks Ohio State beats Cincinnati, Cincinnati. That's, and that's right what now. I thought about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, it's like the committee's not picking the best four teams. They're picking the four politically correct teams yeah. to put in. And it, I don't know, it's, it's a sliding scale on what you'd like say is best four teams. But I would say they're underrated. They're like, they're, I think they're top five team in the country. Agree. I think mm-hmm. they're underrated. Um, Baylor at seven. Played well against Oklahoma State. But I'm thinking about now, the guy had four picks and they almost lost the game. Yeah, I think Bailey might be slightly overrated, but they were out down the quarterback. Uh, I was lean towards overrated. I might say overrated. I feel like with Oklahoma State, the way the end of that game kind of went, went in the fact that they did get so many turnovers on defense and, and still was that close in score. I feel like I feel like they're overrated. 
Oklahoma State pretty much spotted them 21 points and threw four picks and still almost probably should have won the game. I mean, they got stopped at the goal line like three times, but um, I don't know. It's, it's always weird to judge Big 12 teams. I yeah, I feel like I don't know anything about Big 12 football. Bro. Yeah. See, I'm not even going to rate them. I don't know much about them, but this seems like they're rated, yeah. but I don't know. Okay, Ole Miss at eight. I think they're underrated. I think how many SEC teams are in the top eight? Three. Three, Georgia. Three, yeah. Yeah. I think they're probably the fourth best SEC team. I think that's fair. No, they're the third best SEC team right now. They are the third. Yeah. Yeah. In the date. So that, yeah, I think that they. If we can move Baylor out, yeah, I would say they're, they're underrated. But I just feel like I don't really know what this means too much. But just being in SEC West and being able to go 11, what, 11 and 2 or 10 and 2. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's solid. I feel like. I'm going to say underrated because I think I mess with Kiffin so much. I mean, I don't know him, but I feel like he's such a cool dude. Mm. I feel like they really mess with him. So. And they got good players. Obviously, quarterback's good. Mm. Um, yeah. And I'd take that back. Unfairly rated. But I mess with Coach Kiffin. I'd say underrated. I think uh, Matt, I don't even know how to Matt Corral. Yeah. I think yeah. he's a really good quarterback. I think he'll be good in the NFL. So, Oklahoma State at nine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say. <laughs> um, Michigan State behind him at 10. Michigan, yeah. and Utah, Michigan State and Utah behind him at 10 and 11. I think that um, Michigan State and Utah are both overrated, so I think Oklahoma State is mm. correctly rated. Mm. You seen that? Oklahoma State, I'm gonna say they're overrated. I'm gonna just say that because I don't know who they played this year. Really, I mean, I understand the Big Twelve, but I mean they they beat Oklahoma, but I don't really know. I'm gonna just say overrated because mm. you gotta play them. <laughs> kind of like we were saying, I would say fairly rated because I mean I've seen them look really good like against Oklahoma, and I've seen them look bad against Baylor, so. I mean, we've had bad games too, so you don't yeah. really know. It, you come out any day and get beat, but only thing for me is the Utah ranking because I feel like Utah should be kind of Utah's like good. Utah's pushing. I yeah, think, I think Utah's good. Me. That's why I said mm, you said they're overrated. I think they're good. I think they smooth. Yeah, they beat a their defense is really subpar good. Oregon team twice. Yeah. But Oregon beat Ohio State at Ohio State. How does that happen? Michigan, you can lose on Michigan any day. State beat Michigan. I mean, <laughs> then got mollywopped by Ohio State. Yeah. Michigan ended up beating. There's a lot of weird things going on. Too many weird things going on. Uh, I think Oklahoma State is fairly weirded just from what I've seen, probably the 10 minutes that I've watched them. Yeah. <laughs> the, I think they're fairly weirded. Um, Michigan State at 10. I think that's kind of underrated. I think they're really good. I, I think they just had a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're kind of like in the Iowa-ish because <laughs> I'm saying because they started off hot and then kind of faded towards the end of the season. Yeah. Um, like they were both in the top three at one point, and then I just, forgot about that. I was in the top three, yeah, and then just faded as the season went on. But Iowa was the number two team at one point for real. The week we played Wisconsin, yeah, they were number two. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe Iowa should have ever. Who did they beat to get up there? Though? Been higher than fifteen. <laughs> I don't have no clue. They weren't just playing the games State. and getting up there. They like beat Penn State when Penn State was like top ten. After Penn State beat Wisconsin, You're right. they beat Penn State, You're right? And then Utah eleven. I think they're underrated. Yeah, I think I think Utah's underrated. I think they're underrated. I think they're overrated. Ooh. <laughs> I think they're overrated. So I think that the teams that follow them, like bottom middle, and all them. Uh, y'all want to do this really quick? Go through a few bowl games. Give me your picks. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah let's do that. All right, Bama, Cincinnati, Bama, 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 yeah. Bama, Michigan, Georgia, Michigan, mm -hmm. Michigan, yup, Georgia, Georgia, go dogs, go dogs, Earth. Family. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michigan State Pitt. 
Let's talk about uh, <laughs> Kenny Pickett's fake slide for a little bit. Uh, I thought it was dope play. I think that's on the defense. I think that should be completely illegal. What? Because if you think about it, when you and when you're in the game and you see a quarterback that's preparing to slide, whether you not want to admit it or not, you kind of pull up a little bit. Nah. You, you don't want to because he's going down. You're still on your feet. You're going to hit him in the head somehow. Somehow. So that's what I think when I see a quarterback preparing to slide. I'm like, okay, he's going to slide. Let me just get up off him. But he fake slide and then people are slowing down and then he accelerate. No, did you see 40? Did you see, yeah, they number, yeah, number 45's reaction? He just stood there and he was like, oh, sh-. I don't know why. Uh, I, I disagree. <laughs> Go tackle him. He's not on the ground yet. He's not like sliding. I mean, I understand going, that's already really waiting to happen. I don't think it is. I disagree. His knee was like four inches on the ground. Like, he was so close and he stood up. It's because they held up five yards earlier. If you just run through him, if you just... If you touch the quarterback nowadays, like, you get a penalty. I mean, he's a runner at that point. He's not a quarterback anymore. He's trying to slide. Is he, though? He's giving himself... He's giving himself... <laughs> himself I think it's cool. I think it's cool what he did. That's something I've never seen before, but I yeah. think it should be completely illegal. I want to know what film, whose film he watched and how he came up with that. Michael Vick had a fake slide. He, like, spun, too. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I don't think it should be a penalty. That's OD. Because then <laughs> you can be like, that kind of looked oh, like no, a fake a slide. Penalty. I think it should be marked down. I think it should be marked down. But then how do you decide if, what if somebody just like looks like that when they are running and he's like, oh, he's fake sliding. He's like, That's no, like completely not. unnatural to do. Like he's, his shin was damn near on the ground. Yeah. I just feel like it's another thing defense has got to deal with. The defense. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. How's it's that? a quarterback world, bro. How's that any different from being on the sideline and you're like, oh, they're about to go out of bounds and you hit them. Like you could like fake out of bounds and come back in. That's not, but that's that down But right you got there. people chasing you from behind. Yeah, it's different. Uh, yeah, that's, I don't think that's the same, bro. It's got to be the same. No, bro. Because you pull. What if you pull up when you're about to go to hit somebody on the sideline? They just keep running. See, up the I don't sideline. pull up when somebody's approaching the sideline because I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to hit them right before they get in the sideline. I pull up on a quarterback because one, the first thing that comes to mind is a fucking quarterback, and if I hit him in the head, that can be really bad for me because the game is the referees want to protect quarterback. I disagree. I think it's like a. That's uh, fine. That's okay. That's okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice. Either way, either way, it was a dope. It was a dope move. That was pretty cool. Yeah, he slid after cool. it, so he took off. You think he and slid? It? Yeah. yeah. You think he planned it? No, I think that was completely like instinctual. I think he planned it. I think, think he, he watched. It? No. I think he watched. You can't plan that. Do it. Yeah. And it was like, all right, that's I might think so about hard this. to plan. Like, I'm gonna fake slide this game. I think he was in. I think he was in his hotel room practicing. Shin, shin, shin. That was fake slide. Pitt is my answer to that question, by the yep, way. Yep, Pitt. Who are they playing? Play? Play? Wake Forest? Pitt, Michigan State. Oh, Michigan State. <laughs> yeah, Michigan oh, State. Just play Wake Forest. <laughs> but I want to I see like a no. shootout, though. I want to see Michigan State put up points, and I want to see Pickett do his thing, too. Yeah. So that's what uh, I want to see. I say Pitt. Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, who you got? Oh, oh that's shit. crazy. Damn. Shoot. Notre Dame's got ass, though. Yeah. Man, Bro, what? Notre Dame loses all the big games. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> saying. Damn. They too worried about getting PS5s. Coach left. And they got um, these dudes in, like, they got a podcast. They're so unlocked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Notre Dame. Notre Dame by 900 million. <laughs> <laughs> Notre Dame by 900 Notre Dame by 3 billion. Need him. <laughs> With the PS5. Lock that. Winner keeps the PS5. At <laughs> <laughs> my gamer tag afterwards, too. <laughs> uh, Ohio State, Utah. Ohio State. Ohio State by a wide margin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I would say wide, but yeah. Ohio State. I'm trying to see that. Uh, I got Ohio State. Ole Miss, Baylor. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Matty Ice, Ole Miss. I want to see 80 points scored in that game. Go Rebs. Yeah. All right. Some other games. 
not as high value games. Uh, no offense. <laughs> hey, say, the, say the bowl name, no. <laughs> All right, we got the Texas Bowl in Houston, Kansas State, LSU. Family. Family. LSU. I got LSU. 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 I don't want to say it, but LSU. Why? Wait, the Texas Bowl is in Houston? Texas Bowl is in Texas, surprisingly, Connor. Yeah. I thought you said it's in Houston. Oh, Houston. Yeah, yeah. Houston's a city. Right, right, right. Citrus Bowl, Iowa versus Kentucky. I got Kentucky. I'm Kentucky. sorry. I just saw Iowa story. in person. It, looks, it did not look that great. All right, Kentucky. We're OD right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky is uh, uh, Will Canton, that quarterback Will as well. Will Canton. So. Um, I see him when he hurdled in the I was so yeah. Outback Bowl, Penn State versus Arkansas. Outback, great Penn food. State. I got Arkansas. Let me get Penn State. I think they're doing Their Penn DBs State. are good. Tony the Tiger Bowl in El Paso, Texas. Miami versus Washington State. Do you think they bowl get fish? Probably a bowl of cereal. <laughs> That's live. Frosted not even cereal, good. just Frosted, Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes are good. Yeah, Washington State. Let me get Miami with Crystal Ball. I like, I like it. I got Washington State. Miami. All right. <laughs> the Arizona Bowl. Uh, Central Michigan versus Boise State. Oh, this is the Barstool Bowl. This is the Barstool one, right? Yeah. They're, they're putting on a bowl? Yeah, they have a bowl game. Oh, that's about to be so unlocked. <laughs> yeah, that's about to be unlocked. What's their bowl game about to be? I don't even, I don't even want to say that. Yeah. I don't even want to know. <laughs> Not PG. Yeah, it can't be. Uh, I'm going to go Boise State. Central Michigan. I just said that because you said Boise State. I don't have no see, idea. I'm going to say Boise State. And I really want to see that game because I want to I want to hear, uh, is Big Cat, you think Big Cat going to be announcing? That would be live. They have PFT and Big Cat. Probably. Oh, uh, hell. I'm going to have to tap in. Portnoy on the field. Tune in. <laughs> what, yeah. what did they play that one? You said Boise. The same day as our game. After our game. The Tax Slayer Bowl. Wake Forest versus A&M. Wake, Wake Forest. Forest. Wake Forest. Ooh. Wake Forest. Yeah. Las Vegas Bowl. Surprisingly, in Las Vegas. Really? Yeah. Um, oh, Wisconsin versus Arizona State. You give me Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, Wisconsin. Mm. I'm gonna go with the Sun Devils. This kid hates the Big Ten. Uh, I'm, I'm convinced you hate the Big Ten. Oh, <laughs> 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 I already picked up on that. <laughs> I got Wisconsin. Music City Bowl, Purdue versus Tennessee. Purdue. I'm gonna take Tennessee. I'm gonna go with the Vols. I'm yeah. gonna go with Purdue. I think David Bell's really good. Mm. The Duke's Mayo Bowl, North Carolina versus South Carolina, both six and six. North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina. North, yeah. <laughs> we go South Carolina. The Alamo Bowl, Oklahoma versus Oregon. Ooh, that's going to be a good game, I think. Actually, I take that back. Curious to see who plays in that game. <laughs> you take yeah. that? I think that's going to be a good game. I got Oregon. Oklahoma, Oklahoma doesn't, have, doesn't have a cool, yeah. head coach yeah. right now. Oh, they, they just did. They hired just hired. Yeah, but they, they, they lost their two top Venables. Venables. Clemson. He, oh, finally, yeah. he finally left Clemson. Yeah. Oh, actually, I might go with Oklahoma. He's a good coach. Whole new in three weeks? Scheme. <laughs> no, I'm saying just, just from what I know about him, he's a good coach. I don't know what's, what they're going to do, but I'm excited. People could say that about us. I was just thinking that. But yeah. I think it'll be smooth, though. 900 million, like I said. Lock it. Who you got this weekend? Army, Navy. We can Ooh. end on this. Navy. Yeah, Navy. I'm gonna go with, go with Navy, yeah. yeah. Could go Army. I'm gonna go Army. They scored like fifty something against. Isn't Wake. Army like actually on? Did they? Oh, yeah. Shout out uh, Justin Walters' brother. The Navy went yeah. neck to neck with um, Cincy. 
Yeah. The top 14. That's, that's always a quick quick game. That's going to be a quick one. I know, a quick one. It's going to be an hour That would be dope to play in that game, I feel like. Their uniforms are always really cool. Yeah, yeah they do bring us some president. Nice president goes to the game every time. Oh, for real? Yeah. Mm. That's funny cool. playing those teams because you're, you're Joe like, do we, should we boo them? Like, yeah. <laughs> you just don't know if you can talk trash. With them. Yeah. Like about to go serve. One more good one. One more good one. Who's playing in the Bahamas Bowl this year? Bahama Breeze. The Bahamas Bowl on December 17th in exactly 12 days. Middle Tennessee, my mom's alma mater, and Toledo. Let's go Toledo. 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 Toledo by <laughs> 75. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go MTSU. It's my mom's school. Can't go against them. Shout out Murfreesboro. Shout out Red Blue Raiders. I believe Toledo is <laughs> top four team in reality. You know, I think they should. It should be Toledo, Toledo, Baylor. Snub. <laughs> <laughs> no, dead ass though. They were really good when we played them. Let's just go back to them. No, they are for a second. First, a little second. Um, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, if you guys missed the beginning of this episode, I don't know why you would, but if you're still listening at this point, you uh, <laughs> skip to the middle of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're attaching this to an old podcast that we did with defensive end Isaiah Foskey. Um, shout out to the Effector. So we he will be following us up right now. Today we have a very special, very very special guest. <laughs> we have the Effector in the garage today. The key. Isaiah Foskey, uh, junior DN. Isaiah, introduce yourself. I'm Isaiah Foskey, played football for Notre Dame. <laughs> Got the little <laughs> <laughs> nice, bro. Nice. <laughs> Got a little, what well, you said, a little if factor going on. You know, everyone got that little if factor. <laughs> Appreciate you coming. I know you have a very, very busy schedule here. Very busy man these days. Very industrial man these days. <laughs> Other avenues, business, businesses. <laughs> uh, a lot of business activities going on. But no, I appreciate you coming on, man. How you doing? How's your day? Been good. Got, I'm just chilling. Just this chilling? whole day just been chilling. Yeah. After Stanford, after the game, after Stanford, just been chilling. Facts. We need that. We need that. So just trying to introduce you a little more to the people. Zay, you're from Cali, correct? Yep. So, Bay Area. Bay Area. Shout out to Bay Area. Bay Area. So obviously you're far away from home right now. What made you what made you want to come here? Come all the way to Indiana. I don't know. I, I was gonna not gonna lie, I was gonna think about going to Stanford just because you know Yeah. That was the best decision I made not to go to Stanford, well, to be honest. Lost. <laughs> you would have lost this weekend, bro. <laughs> great looking at this program. looking at the stadium after like during the game, looking at the stadium, there's like no one there. And just compared to Notre Dame, like that was like the best decision I made going to Notre right. Dame. Basically, same thing with academics and football. Well, not even it's not the same thing with football, but just like the football just being top tier, academics being top tier, just the best of both worlds. That's the, like the main reason I came here. And it was just like my high school deal. So being a Catholic school, even though I'm not Catholic, but I just like the Catholic tradition. It was just like the, exactly the same thing as. De La Salle, just like on higher caliber. Right. For those who don't know, Zay went to De La Salle, which is like one of the most successful, most historic programs in the country. I, I remember in eighth grade, our team for like a team bonding thing went to go see the De La Salle like movie. <laughs> it's crazy. There's you a guys, movie? Yeah, there's yeah, a football the team. Game stands tall. They won 100 something games in, in a, row. a row. How long ago? I think it ended 2003. Oh, so this oh. isn't too long ago. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Who's your rival out there? I really don't think we have like a rival, mm. except like Clay and Valley. I guess like a rival, Pittsburgh is a rival. But like our rivalry is just going to state championship, going to play modern day. Like, <laughs> Yo, dang, you know what I'm saying? Crazy. <laughs> dang. Every team that in the Bay Area we won against ever since we started playing them. 
It was oh. just lost this year. Bro. Ever yeah. since Dale Stahl been playing. Damn, it's crazy. Been playing football. We've been waiting until we would go to Damn. state and lose. But How like, are y'all such a powerhouse like that? I have no idea. It's, it's a triple just, option. That's what it is. Yeah. It's like a triple option. Yeah. It's just like discipline. Like, we just have regular people, yeah. regular old linemen just playing regular quarterback, regular receivers. Not like big time names coming out to school. Well, there's just some, but not every year there's big time names. It's just people just basically committed to the process and like committed to the grind every single day. Sounds just, familiar. Does. That's, why, that's, what say, it sounds like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Just like Dale Sal, though. <laughs> not, I mean, just like Notre Dame. Not, not saying we got like regular people on the team, but like just the whole culture around the team. Yeah. Like we obviously have very talented people, but like mm-hmm. you were saying, it's like a mini, mini Notre Dame. Yeah, it's just like regular people just playing football. Yeah. Let's go around and say what your first impression of Zay was. I, I can start because... I met Zay when he was still uncommitted, air quotes, uncommitted at the All-American game. And Coach Joseph, who was the safety coach at the time, recruited me. He was like, hey, try to uh, talk to Isaiah Foskey while you're down there in San Antonio. Like, try to get him to come to Notre Dame. So we go to, like, this Dave & Buster's type place. And, like, he's shooting on the little papa shot. I go to him, like, what's up, Zay? I'm Kyle. Committed to Notre Dame. Like, I really want you to come with me. Like, I'll be lit. Like, he's like, he's like kind of blowing me off. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Or whatever. I'm so, I've decided. I'm like, all right, but like come to find out that I found this out like a few months ago. Like he was committed at the time. <laughs> he was, he was, flagging, bro. He was, like, I don't know why I did that. I should have just told you I'm committed. Bro, he was trying to lie. No, I signed in January, so I was already committed. I was already yeah. coming to Notre Dame. I just announced it in February. Yeah, so I'm uh-huh. out here <laughs> trying to get him to come. I'm just wasting my time. You're already committed. But. That whole high school committing thing is so, like, it seems so secretive for no reason. Yeah. Like, even me, I was committed for a while, but didn't tell anybody. I just felt yeah. like no one should know. But right, right, yeah. It wouldn't make a difference. the same way, yeah. <laughs> so it was Stanford and where else? Where else were you thinking about going other than Indy? Uh, Washington. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, you made the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> I just like Seattle. I like being, you know, I'm a Bay Area boy. I like being in around the Bay, and that's what it, they're like. Actually, in Seattle, that was just nice. I didn't yeah. know that. Well, yeah. I didn't know that either. Hmm. AJ, my first impression is day uh, had to be when we got like moving day, coming to college, and like I'm like, all right, yeah, I understand like how big O line D line people are, and you know, you see, you hear everybody's like measurements and stuff where you come in it's like yeah. how you like know you know people's names and measurements and in positions that's all you know so moving day i'm coming through not i don't even know if you remember this but i'm walking through like with my stuff and then like you're like backing up out of the door and it's just you got like a bunch of stuff in your hand and it's just like like right now like but i think i, I remember i met a hell of people in the yeah. elevator I was just meeting people left and right. But I didn't even know a lot of people. Only person I knew and like only met once was Zay. He from California. Always <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout out Zay. Shout out Zay. Shout out Zay Rutherford. Y'all the think Zay listen to this? No. Hell no. 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 And if you're yeah. he's on a cloudy. He's about to cloudy. Yeah. yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. Oh, hella dumb. So, so oh, Zay Rutherford man. was one of our boys, one of our really good friends. He transferred last year to Arizona in the summer, moving into Knot. Were you Howard? You had, yeah, so yeah, I think you guys, were, you guys were right across from me and Zane. And so, like, I saw you guys a good amount just because, like, we would pass by all the time. And pretty sure, like, we all met the first day. And uh, my first impression was similar to KJ. I was like, damn, this dude's, like, a big dude, right? <laughs> bigger than the guys I played with in my high school and whatever. I don't know. Similar to me, you were kind of quiet at, at first. And, and, like, Howie and them, I remember you guys would play Xbox, all that stuff all the time. And, and then we got to, like, the weight room and all, like, the – first events and everything, not events, but like the workouts and stuff. And 
like, yeah, this dude, he's pretty legit right now. So. <laughs> I don't have an elaborate story, honestly. I just thought you were shy. Honestly, yeah, I was, probably hella, I was like hella quiet. A whole year, I thought you were like shy. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. That's probably all I got to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just very soft spoken, didn't say much. This worked out. He was locked in. I guess. Mm-hmm. I, guess I was unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> I want to touch on this a little bit, but the whole NIL stuff he got going on. For those who don't know, Zay has his own lot of merch. You got your own Instagram page, social media stuff. We can link it to the post or whatever, and we can send some uh, people your way. But talk, talk about that a little bit. You know, it's a little it factor going on. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know everyone, I always say like everyone got that it factor. It's just a little motivation, little thing that like pushes you that you can do better. I just call it that it factor. That's why I have the it factor. But it's something that everyone can have. And uh, I don't know. I all I have right now is just shirts. You know, a lot of people like those hats. So I've been getting a lot more hats. It's sold out right now. But you know, I'll be getting some more. Okay. You know, a lot of shirts, hats. You know, you're coming out with some beanies, jackets, sweatshirts. You know, some more merch. I like the dad hats. I like the whole play on your name because the if, the I F, Isaiah Foskey, yeah. obviously, and then, and then the key <laughs> at the end. Yeah, it's kind of dope. You, you were you were meant for this, bro. <laughs> for this. All lined up, all worked yeah. out. So go go check out If Factor. The we'll we'll link the website and his social media in the um, in the post but uh speaking of the bay boys went out to the bay got a got a quick dub had a short flight back all that stuff <laughs> y'all touch on the, just how exhausting because y'all said it was pretty exhausting being out there thursday back. after yeah, acclimate to, to the time change and all that so how was what was that like i was, I was so tired coming not even coming back after the game during the game i was drinking hella coffee like i drank it before Bro. the game in the halftime Drink hell of coffee. After <laughs> <laughs> the game, I'm like wide awake, my eyes wide open on the Dang. plane. Couldn't even take a nap. Dang. I'm watching, watch two movies. Got back, stayed up, but another hour laying in bed, just watching TikTok. Yeah. What time did you go to sleep? Probably like seven, seven thirty. That's crazy. And yeah, I just, and I woke up at like two o'clock. Only had like five hours, something like that. Mm. I, I was, I was just dead like after the game because I drink coffee during the game too. Yeah. After the game, I just always get this weird feeling because I'm like, all right, we're about to take a five hour plane ride. I need to go to sleep, but I had like this weird feeling while I was awake. So I watched Narnia, tried to go to sleep, couldn't go to sleep. So we get back here and I was up for like another two, three hours. I was up until the sun was up and then I slept yeah, until 12. I was yeah. sick. That's probably the most sickening part about everything. You just get home. What well, we got? We got home at like seven. Yeah. It was around to our yeah. house, got car, everything. Got to the house at like seven and then... I'm like, oh, I gotta go take a shower at least. So I gotta take a shower, get up the shower. I see the sun. I'm like, damn. <laughs> and you didn't go to sleep. I didn't go to sleep. I mean, I probably slept like two hours. I just have a hard time. I don't know. It's seven. I'm like, I might as well just start my day. I'm trying. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking. I was like, oh, I don't know if we should go out Thursday because I know we always do. But I was like, how much can that time change affect? I was like, that can't affect me like that much. Then we got there. I remember the first night we were sleeping. I thought I was sleeping for like a long time. The first night in the hotel, I kept looking at the clock. It was like 6 a.m. I'm like, all right. Like, like my body felt like it was like 9 or 10. Right? Yeah, our alarm clock went change. off. Yeah, our alarm clock went off at 6 a.m. So I thought like we missed like wake up alarm. I was like, great. And then we got back here, the same thing. You guys, it was 7. And like all of our rooms are so bright when the sun's out. And I was yeah. like, I, I can't even try to go to sleep. I was on my phone watching TikTok. Like you flashing. Yeah. I was like, I, I can't. I slept for probably... Well, I took like a four-hour nap in the middle of the day, I guess. You can't even call it like sleeping. Yeah. yeah. And while we were there, it just felt like a 
week long trip. Like oh my we're God. stuck in our oh, hotel, hotel room. Yeah. Stuck in our <laughs> hotel rooms. Like we had meetings, obviously dinner and all that stuff, but we had like ten, ten plus hours of downtime. Yeah. We were just sitting in our rooms looking at each other. And it was just like felt like prison kind of. It was like when we're usually at like a bowl game or like when we're there for an extended period of time, you can leave the hotel, right? Like there's yeah. different events to do. Yeah. That time mm-hmm. you just like couldn't and you're stuck there. And I was like, this is this yeah. is not great. Miserable. That's that sucks. It was your first time traveling. And yeah, that was, first time traveling. How was, game, that, man, how was the experience though? Hey, at least your roommate was good though. It was a good ass roommate. Yeah. It was me and KJ. It was it was fun. I mean, like we went to a warm weather place. That was nice. Yeah. I mean, not hot, but it was definitely warmer than here. I mean, it was cool to see Stanford. The, the campus is pretty cool. Even you know, like yeah. minus the football team in the stadium being <laughs> not crowded. <laughs> it was a cool experience and being with the guys and obviously got a good roommate in KJ. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> it, was pretty, it was fun. The stadium's like, I think it's cool how it's set up. Like it's like a cathedral, I feel yeah. like. Like all the trees up top. Like it mm. looks really cool. Like you're in like a big uh, stadium. Like cool. cool. I liked it. Yeah, it's just empty. I've never seen Stanford campus or stadium in it. When I got there, it looked exactly like how I oh, you thought it, it was like, really? like a real like, pristine, like preppy, like clean, like school. Yeah. Uh, Do you think that's not Notre Dame? No. No? No, not like pristine and clean and everything. I think Notre Dame has a little bit of like ruggedness to it. A little, little blue collar. A little, little grind. <laughs> little little grind to it. To it. Yeah. I, I think it's yeah. just because it's in Indiana. I was going to say, like, the, yeah. Weather, yeah. the weather messes yeah, up a little true. bit. Dudes would be a lot more bougie if it was hot outside. Oh, yeah. yeah. How did you all 100%. feel? I don't know about y'all, but when I felt the sun, like Bro. the Cali yeah. sun, I was <laughs> like, damn, this guy ain't been missing. <laughs> I felt like instantly my whole mood just changed. Like, I walked outside and I felt the sun. I'm like, let's go. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a short sleeve, short chair. Like, it's crazy what this sun can do. Yeah, my, that was my first time in California. And I'm like, again, California was Rude. exactly what I pictured it. But that was your first time? That's why I was talking trash to you. I was telling Zay, like, California's ass, bro. Garbage, bro. Ass. The whole time. I need to like, come to Baltimore, really? <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's beautiful, bro. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. That's yeah. How about the sun, man? For you, Foskey, like, being in the sun all the time in California, what KJ just said, like, it does change your mood. How was, like, your first winter here? Like, you don't look, cause, like, from December to February, you don't really see the sun yeah. that often, you know? I didn't even notice it, like, with the sun, like, not being here in South Bend, but the first winter when the snow first fell, I have a funny story. When every time the first snowfall comes and you know everyone goes into the everyone, everyone, yes, bro. Oh, you talking about the uh, snowball fight? No, no, I didn't break. Yeah, yeah, oh. I didn't break my t- uh, too. That was something else. That oh, was, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But it's like that big snowball fight. I'm throwing snowballs, having hella fun, hella fun, throwing them, just throwing it everywhere. I pick up one, look up, and just snowball hit me in my face, start bleeding, my nose bleeding. I just walk straight to my door. Right? I walk straight to my door. I have that picture I remember I walked past you, I said, oh! Bro, I was so pissed. That was probably one of the most fun on-campus things that I've done. Like, I was looking forward to it. Yeah. Snowball fight. Until I got yeah. hit. Once I got that hit, I so just... Fun, <laughs> 300 people on the quad just throwing snowballs at <laughs> each other. That was hard as hard as they can, too. So, moving on to the game. The Bama game was being shown during the warm-ups. So, y'all want to talk about that a little bit? That was crazy. I kind of thought it was like a home field advantage tactic, kind of, because... For starters, I didn't even think Alabama would come close to losing. Right. Yeah. But we needed Alabama to lose as they're going into overtime. So we're warming up during our FSA. And on both jumbo screens is the Alabama game. And 
all the Notre Dame fans just cheering for Alabama to lose. Stanford just chilling for him to win. It wasn't even highlights. It was the actual, the actual yeah, game. Yeah, Comcast game. game. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, this is, I was unlocked for a little bit. It like yeah, ended the whole I was like, dang, like it was, the stadium was empty. The game was on. I was like, it doesn't feel like we're warming up for a game at yeah. all, bro. And even before the game, like vibes were, it was kind of weird. Like, I think not to be in a disrespectful way, but I think everybody had the feeling that we were going to win. Mm-hmm. Things yeah. like so it was low stress levels. And then when we walked in, we're warming up. There's little to no fans. So didn't feel like a normal yeah. game day experience. Yeah. And then we're warming up while we're watching. <laughs> and we had been, there. So we had been there for so long. Everybody's like, bro, can we just get this win? Yeah. Get up out of here. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's up to see though. I feel like everybody obviously I didn't play, but I feel like everybody seemed like they're in good spirits during the game. Like seemed pretty lax, sure. and like um, not lax, but it's just like not freaking out at all. And like, just everybody was out there having fun. The twins played really well. It's dope yeah. to see. Yeah, Kev played really well. Mike Mayer obviously played really well. Shout out Mike, man. The he set a record most receptions in the season for a tight end. That's yeah, yeah. like sixty-seven or sixty-nine. Sixty. Yeah. Yeah, that's still crazy though. Yeah, we have crazy. another game or two. Yeah. yeah. You gotta get a, the daily Kyrie shout out. Yeah. Yeah, shout out Kyrie. Back to back. Thousand yard seasons. That's, yeah. That's dope. People forget Kyron didn't even play his freshman year either. Yeah. yeah. He could be like if he played his freshman year, he would have all the records on lock. Unlock. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has thirteen hundred all purpose and like seventeen touchdowns. So yeah, that's not I don't know why this season. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why. Whoa. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I don't understand yeah. how he's not top. I mean, he is. He's, I think he's the best running back in college football. I don't understand that award. Whatever. Should be the Heisman. Just saying. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. How'd you digress. feel when you got your six-team sack? Or how many sacks do you have? Ten. <laughs> just ten. Oh, oh no. 16? career. How That's many do you crazy. have in your career? Wait, didn't you just know. break a record, bro? No. Yeah, you did. Pretty sure you did for single season sacks. Like ten's got to be a record. It's single season sacks. It's like you and Justin Tuck or something like that. Is that ten? So no pressure on the next yeah, game. It's not. <laughs> oh, I must have just tied it. There. Oh, you're tied yeah. for the record. Yeah, you're tied. Uh, you're tied okay, for okay, the okay, okay, okay. Everyone's just been it. talking about Stephon Tuitt record at thirteen and a half. Oh, is that what he had? Yeah. That's um, what everyone's been talking about. Probably, yeah. Well, shoot. Yeah, so you don't even know. Nah, I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> I that really you're not even worried about it. I've been seeing like nine sacks, 10 sacks, nine and a half. I don't I really don't even know how many. Yeah. Just get four next game. Facts. <laughs> 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 Quick four sacks. Quick four. Like no for real. Yeah. What y'all think of that field, though? Bad the grass. Grass. Was yeah, that was bad. Bro, grass that's was probably bonds. like the worst grass I've played on since like Little League type ish. Yeah. Like, I remember one time uh, we were in like a uh, zone concept. And I'm in the flat, and the quarterback throws the curl on the hitch, and I drop to it, and I'm running to make a tackle, and like I was like, no, I was the sideline, and Coach Kelly's like, make the tackle. And I'm like, bro, I, I tried, I just couldn't get my footing, bro. It was like, worst field I've ever played. Know, everybody was slipping that game. Yeah, I was watching bad. the film, where everybody was just, just falling all over the place. <laughs> I also want to shout out the defense. Was that we let up twenty three points in the month? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah like one hundred six like to yeah, twenty three yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's hundred yeah, to fourteen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just goes to show you when you have one bad game to start of the season. Because I remember people were saying like, "Fire Marcus Freeman after Florida State." Oh yeah, Florida State. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I had seen right before we started this podcast. I was just on Twitter scrolling. People are still like criticizing that as if that's not a good accomplishment. And uh, obviously, I'm not worried about it. people are going to say whatever they got to say, but. They're like, I'm not really happy about this. We got to be good all year round. We're 11 and one. Yeah, that's the really Notre Dame tax. 
facts. Yeah, yes. It is it's a cost of admissions type thing. I mean, <laughs> we're one of nine teams out of the 133 that yeah. played Notre Dame to win 11 games. And whatever, it's supposed to be whatever. a down year. I don't know where the like this stigma came from, but around the country, this was Notre Dame's down year, I guess, because we lost so many people. Lost, yeah. yeah. Notre Dame tags can't do nothing right, but it is what it is. Gonna keep doing the wrong thing, I guess. But I think, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm gonna start saying that the Notre Dame tax, bro. Notre Dame tax. Just charge it to the game. Charge it. And speaking of, we can talk about Keyshawn Johnson's little snippet where he was, he got really mad, and like felt kind of heated about mm -hmm. Notre Dame, the possibility of us being in the playoff, and he was like, they should. I do not want to see Notre Dame's ass in the playoffs or something like that. <laughs> I'm like watching the video and I like tweeted at it. I was like, bro, like chill out. <laughs> like he's like really hot over this. Yeah. And I'm sure he's one of millions of people who think about Notre Dame like that. And I'm just like, why do people hate us so much? <laughs> like I understand people hating like the Patriots because like they had Tom Brady and Belichick who are not the most liked people. And then the whole deflate gate thing and then all this stuff. People call them cheaters or whatever. But like, what have we done? We're we're the good Catholic school. People <laughs> yeah. hate us because we're independent. Like, oh, join a conference. And it's like yeah. our independent schedule is better than your conference schedule. Right. right. So therefore, we have a better schedule than you. And the according to P PFF, we had the fourth strongest schedule. Exactly. And like, we still perform well. And everyone's like, oh, we need to find a reason for them not to be in the playoff. Yeah. And that's a like USC so grad. Weird, not feel bad for him because he's never seen USC in the playoff because they fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. That's facts. That's facts, bro. And it just seemed like I was just saying we went to USC and it's the USC Notre Dame thing, blah, blah, blah. But I was like strong hatred. Like, yeah, I don't even want to lay my eyes on the TV if Notre Dame's there. I'm like, yeah. sheesh, bro. That's what we were talking about. Like, we need that. We, I wish I hated USC that much. Facts. I don't, I don't even have that, that hatred, makes, bro. Doesn't that make you hate USC more? Is that what he said? Nah, it makes me nah. like laugh at them. Like, y'all really hate. Like, when somebody's really hating on you like that, yeah. you're like, all right, bro. Like, you got to be jealous a little like, bit. Like, I don't even hate, yeah. like, Stanford, USC, like, any other rivals. I just treat like, know. Know. it's the same. No, it's another same game. week, bro. Yeah, was, uh, <laughs> did, uh, did USC recruit you pretty yeah. hard? You, they, they did. They, everyone recruited me for tight end, though. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're pretty cold cool at tight end, huh? And a little no. bit. <laughs> 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 I couldn't imagine Foskey running a route, bro. I could. You could? Yeah, I could. Really? You think I'm stiff or something? <laughs> <laughs> did you not see me dance, bro? Oh, uh, yeah. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I hesitate on that. That's why you I was like that. You scared of the flag? Yeah, kind of. I, I, I feel you, bro. I feel you. I've been there, bro. And plus, I saw no one behind me doing it, too. My said he was going to do it with me. Oh, uh, for real? Yeah, so that's why uh, he did it real fast and went. Might just waited for his own moment to do it, bro. <laughs> Got him that touchdown. He did Facts. it. Okay, you're, you're tight end. You're blocking yourself. Who Do you get a sack? Yes. Yeah? I couldn't have blocked. <laughs> you couldn't block or you didn't want to block? Yeah, it was like more like I didn't want to block. <laughs> like I just, I just did not like blocking. At all. You're a receiver guarding yourself. Who winning? Um, I think I was split, honestly. Out of 10, five, out of, out two of 10, reps. five and five. Are right, you get three reps? <laughs> uh, I'll give myself two to one. DB. DB? Yeah. Mm -hmm. or, okay, I'm yeah. I think I'm going receiver. Receiver? I mean, I know all my weak splits on both sides, but yeah. I just feel like I know exactly what routes the run yeah. that would get me three catches. But I feel like DB self would win because I won a lot of my routes in high school on jump balls. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like I could compete with myself on jump balls. Oh, facts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's fair. So yeah, yeah. I was the opposite. I didn't do many jump balls. Yeah. Because you don't have no balance. You know? Gage? But I got it. You got the. <laughs> what? Oh, <me. laughs> uh, I'll probably say receiver cage. Just okay. off the rails. I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or not, but I just want to touch on 
eighth grade KJ because this dude was on a different level, bro. I remember we played, oh, I played. we played KJ eighth grade football. Um, our schools played each other. It's a Saturday morning at like ten. It's freezing, and um, freezing. KJ comes out there. I'm like, bro, this dude is about to murder us. Like, <laughs> and, and uh, I remember he uh, touched the ball like five times, had five touchdowns, and Big he sure. returned the onside Ew. kick for a touchdown. Uh, uh, I was onside like, onside kick for a touchdown. That's why I wanted the game on Saturday. I was like, bro, please, but I want them. You know, how they kicked that little pooch kick. Yeah, I was like, oh, please, I wasn't gonna do that so bad. Oh, you five? I was sly. I know Pauline would hate me for that, but if I caught if you if they kicked one of those like the onsides, I would try to slide. This dude was like the best little league player I played against, bro. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm out there like five six, like one thirty. He and he coming out of there like five, booming six? me. Yeah, bro, I was tiny, bro. Eighth grade? I was probably like five seven, five five. I guess eight. probably like five seven, five eight. Yeah, I had my first shirt in eighth grade. Yeah, that's just always been tall, for real, for real. Yeah. Did you ever hoop? Nah, I should have. Bro, what are you doing? You didn't hoop? Never. How's your high school's basketball team? We were good when I was there. My freshman year, but you know, like the Ball Brothers. Mm. Uh, my freshman year, they're all. I forgot what school they went to. In LA. No, Hills. Chino Hills. Chino Hills, yeah. So our freshman year, our team played them, I think, like in the semifinals, something like that. Oh, no. We got whooped, though, but. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, you're Dang. doing lobs to each other, dunking on them. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but, like, yeah, we were good enough to, like, go to the semifinals for Cali. Shifting gears, what's the hardest part about playing DN, you think? For starters, if I could pick any position, I was in the just world, thinking that bro. I'm taking DN. So I'm just let you know that. Six now. six yeah. six six stand up DN, bro. Yeah. Every yeah. time. The hardest part though, I don't even know. I feel like the hardest part just gotta be pass rushing. You just being consistent with that. Right. Everyone harps on it. Everybody wants to be like a good pass rusher. So like that's the main thing people focus on. So I would probably just say pass rushing, just trying to get the tackles hands off of you, even though like like six eight, six nine tackles and it hella big three hundred. 10, right. 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. The Blake Fitches of the world. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We've all shared our stories. What's your freshman like welcome to college story? Like, was it in camp? Was it during the season? Like, where you're, you're like, all right, this is a different level of football. Ooh. Do you have a story or a moment that reminds you of that? I forgot what game it was. It might have been Stanford. I was on kickoff return. Like, I backed up, tried to block. I tried to block him. He just booned me. I don't know who it was. <laughs> he just booned me. And I was like, I'm still pretty big. I was 6'5", 250. But like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to block somebody. And he just booned me. I went back on my, my head hit the back of the. Dang. No, that's, the worst, that's the worst yeah. one. Did they return it? Or was it just one of the run bys and you just wanted to boom you? Like, did we really He just wanted return? to hit me. He fell too, but he just booned me. <laughs> boom. He's just one of those guys. And during that same game, I was playing base, base downs. And I was trying to win the C gap. I got off the C gap. I wrapped up the running back. He's still driving his feet. He ran me over. You can see on the film, I do the splits. I'm laying laying on the ground. I hurt my hip. (laughs) Jogging, limping off the field. (laughs) I was going through your mind like, damn, this shit. Damn. But that was the first time I actually got like ran over clean. He, He ran me over and kept running. Oh, that's uh, oh, that's it wasn't like a ran over and I grabbed on his legs or anything. <laughs> Did you get boomed in high school at all? Ever? Nah, not in high school. You never got boomed up until college. Yeah. Probably youth, maybe. I don't know. No, youth football. I was playing running back. Oh, hell no. I was running back. I was running back. I just started stiff arming people. You trained with Aaron Donald, right? I know he's yeah. at the end, but like, how was that? That was dope. Like, yeah. just, seeing, just seeing him, he's like, not all America, but a Hall of Fame. He's going to be like in a Hall of Fame. 
Yeah, right. just have that back of your head. He just. What was your biggest takeaway from that? Just him watching film. Like I just the biggest takeaway was just him watching film. Like actually learning, like the tackle that you're going against, and that's when. That's basically the biggest thing that I've put into this season, just watching film and watching the tackle, watching the person I'm going against. Mm-hmm. That was like the biggest takeaway I took from him and just like keeping your pass rest simple. You don't have to be exotic with everything, try to do different moves every game. Hone in on one, two, maybe three moves for that one person, some counters, and you'd be good. And that's mm-hmm. what I've just been doing this whole season. Well, that's dope. Looks like it's working. Yeah, that's just working for sure. <laughs> wait, wait. Y'all were in Cali? Does he work out in Cali? No, I went to Pittsburgh. Uh, oh, for oh, real? oh yeah. so how'd that work out? Like, he, did he hit you up or something? No, me. My dad was visiting my uh, friend from the. He's from the military in the Navy. He went to Navy, mm. so he was visiting him in Pittsburgh, and I just went with him. The trainer knew uh, Aaron Donald, and he was there at that time, so he just connected me. Since Curry already knew him, he didn't come there though. But he just connected me since I worked out with him too. Right. So the next day, he just connected me with Aaron Donald, and the rest is history. I just met him, and then now I'm just staying connected. That's what's up. Have you staying connected with him? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still staying connected with them. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. Up. Every now and then. Do you have a pass rush move before the ball snap, or is it reactionary? Like, do you have an idea of what you're gonna do? I have an idea, but I don't even want to say I panic. But like, <laughs> like, oh, I can't do that no more. <laughs> like, wow. Right when I get to the tackle, I just like whatever I had in my head, it just goes away. I just do whatever just comes. I feel like that's the best way to do it. Unless I'm yeah. going to like power. Like if I'm trying to just bull rush, bull rush. somebody, I just run full speed put my head underneath their chin just bull rush. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that sounds <bro>. healthy. <laughs> Damn. I feel like that's kind of at our position. Like when you're at the line of scrimmage thinking, I'm going to jam at this way, this way, and then it goes away and you just become reactionary. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like uh, that's a little I, I feel like we don't have because we're reacting off them. I yeah. feel like DN's more like trying to get their stuff off. Like we go like Jam, kick step, trail kick. Yeah, I don't do that though. Like if I'm impressed, I go up with the set like thing that I'm gonna do. Obviously based off where he is, mm-hmm. and then that shit just goes away. It ends up me soft pressing or right. ordering back or hard press. Right. I don't know. As a receiver, yeah. definitely you definitely kind of go into what you're thinking depending on if you're playing soft press. Maybe you're like closer playing hard press. Um, and sometimes it's reactionary. It's like you. If you're gonna jam, I wasn't expecting you to like reach across the line right away. Mm. Then you kind of have to change that. Right. I feel like also as DBs, we have emergency like tactics. Like if we get beat off the line and you're behind, like I'm thinking like, all right, what release did he take? He's not gonna release this far wide and come back and come back and try to help myself and try to cheat. But But I didn't think about that now. We actually practice emergency like out of phase. I mean, Mm. these dudes are good too. And like they're gonna beat you off the line sometimes. So you gotta have something and shit goes bad. But have something in your bag. Gotta have something in your bag. Gotta have a big bag. Big bag. Big Birkin. (laughs) Um, want to move on to some crazy stuff that's happening. Lincoln Riley going to USC. I think that's Mm. awesome. I think that's dope for us too because, well, I mean, we're talking about we want a rivalry that like we really hate those dudes, and I think he's the guy. He's perfect for them. I feel like competitive spirit. Yeah, Yeah. and I feel like he's gonna get a quarterback he really wants, Mm -hmm. and then. We'll see what happens from there, but I'm I'm glad USC's going in the right direction, so we can uh get the rivalry. You think he's going to change the program though? Yeah, yeah. I think he is. Yeah, for sure. I think for he's sure. gonna. They're gonna give him the keys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> USC has like some players already there. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You in LA? You're surrounded by great tradition, and then Lincoln Raleigh himself is known for what he does. He, you just put those two together. You don't even have to work right. to recruit. Yeah. No. That's just attractive in itself. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't even be surprised if the people that decommitted from 
Oklahoma already, is already about doing, to already doing yeah, it. Yeah, already really? I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying if they just go to USC now. Yeah, fact. At this point, yeah. That's our, there's already like three dudes that decommitted from Oklahoma today. Yeah, no. Talk about going to USC, but if you're a quarterback and he's recruiting you, and be like, look, you want to win a Heisman and be a number one pick? All right, be my quarterback. And His like, resume that crazy. Like, yeah, I want to do that. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> On the flip side, I also think it's kind of weird, though, because when I was a recruit, one of the things I wanted to do was make sure that I didn't follow a coach or mm-hmm. yeah. go to a school for a coach mm-hmm. and then who said that he's going to be at USC for a solid four years. You know what I mean? So kind of weird for mm-hmm. to yeah. be in a recruit shoes yeah. because you never know how long his tenure there is going to be. Never know how successful it's going to be. So I was kind of reading up on it before this and people, everyone has a different opinion on why he left. And do you think it has anything to do with the fact that they're going to be playing in the SEC and maybe the Pac-12 schedule is a little more favorable for his style. I didn't think about that. Pac-12 definitely fits his style of play. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure LSU offered him the job. So yeah, they did. And yeah, and I'm, I mean, LSU, USC, both really great programs. I mean, which one do you want? And I feel like he's the perfect fit for USC. I, mean, mm-hmm. I, I think he's going to thrive there, honestly. I think he might actually be there for a while. Yeah, I do too. Like Pete Curl type. Seemed like a Pac-12 guy to me. Well, I'm excited yeah. to play him though. Yeah, for sure. excited to play him. Did you visit USC? Yeah, I think it was like probably Sophomore, junior year. What was your first offer? Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> That's random. I never talked to them, though. That's the weirdest thing. Is your I coach telling you or something? It was like a mentor. But yeah, like he, they like connected to him and he just told me that I got offered. And they showed me like the whole thing and everything. I was like, yeah, they beat Texas. So we want to touch on this. Like the season's kind of wrapping up at this point. Um, another semester's wrapping up. How do you guys think that you've changed, like, as a man, um, as an athlete, just as a person as a whole since you've been here, like, for the better or for the worse? Do you think you've gotten worse since you've been here? Um, me, personally, <laughs> I think I've grown, like, intellectually a lot. And just maturity-wise, I think, I'll, I'll not say this in a good way, but, like, the people I was surrounded by in high school, I guess, I feel like it was kind of hindering to people's personalities. All the people that you hung around with, everyone in the school had, like, a similar personality, similar interests, things of that sort. And I feel like coming to college allowed me to grow, allowed me to get around people who have the same interests as me. And then outside of football, just meeting people and taking small things from them and putting it into my bag has just allowed me to grow intellectually. Definitely has challenged me in like every facet, like mentally, physically, emotionally. And I definitely appreciate that. It's hard to appreciate that in time because like, why am I taking all these classes, like with this schedule and everything? And but we talk about it all the time, like the Notre Dame experience, the, the value you get from Notre Dame. It's like hard to match across the country. And I feel like we've all seen that. We've all experienced that. And at the end of the day, I definitely think that I've grown in my ability to meet people, like my interactions, like this podcast, for example. Like I'm, you guys know, I'm, I'm probably typically more of a shy guy, but college itself kind of forces you to reach out and yeah. become more vocal, become, you know, like, who you are and at the end of the day i'm definitely appreciate notre dame i think it's it's different than a lot of places and it helps you grow in a lot of ways that you don't really realize until possibly after you know yeah. college like forces you to open up and this is like the best place to do it to open up and make connections make through relationships that was the one thing i learned like from freshman year and my dad was just harping on telling me all the time which is make those connections but it's the best place to do it making connections with your teachers your the peers around you and surrounding yourself with just like-minded people. That's the 
that's what you always used to tell me. Surround yourself with like-minded people, the people with the same goals that you're going for. And yeah, that's just like Notre Dame just changed me a lot. It made me more mature for sure. Way more mature. I just feel like I had to just grow up faster than when I was back home. But back home, a lot of stuff was just handed to me. Like I'm with my parents all the time. They feed me, they feed me this, feed me that. Mm. They give me this, give me that. <laughs> like most of the time. But like here, you're like, I got my, we got my own apartment now. We all have our own apartment. We live in our, not live in our own, but we live with other people. That's not a family, but they become family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good, huh? But yeah. That's what <laughs> you're on here for. Drop, yeah. Dropping knowledge like that. They facts. become family and, you know, you just build relationships, like I was saying in the beginning. But Notre Dame is be- definitely the best place and best decision I've made. On top of what all y'all said, like, of course, I agree. I think that's that's the best answer. I mean, that's the way I feel like I've been impacted a lot. But I guess going, like, a step further, I feel like Notre Dame's helped me, like, learn how to balance stress and also learn how to, like, balance what is important to you, kind of prioritize. Everyone says prioritize your tasks, prioritize what you got going on during the day. But, like, nobody really tells you how to prioritize your beliefs, your values, because a lot of there's gonna you're going to get put in a lot of certain situations and experiences that you're going to have to kind of fall back on your character and like really see, all right, who am I? Who do I want to be going forward? Who have I been up to this point? And what, what I'm about to do in this situation is going to impact that. And I feel like Notre Dame puts you in a lot of situations like that. So I feel like Notre Dame really has made me learn how to balance myself in general. Mm-hmm. You actually kind of figure out your values and your your characteristics and, and, and who you are as a person. That's what I feel like. So Yeah. That was a jewel, bro. Yeah, that, that was, was a jewel, bro. That was, nah. bro. I'm telling you, coaches need to use this podcast for recruiting, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good, telling bro. you, bro. <laughs> yeah, that was well said. Um, I would say Notre Dame honestly gave me what I wanted out of it. I thought going into this, uh, I was more than a football player, but I feel like it's taught me that like I can be more, more than a football player because everybody thinks that out of high school, like everybody says, like, oh, they want the four for 40, like all that stuff. But Everybody truly wants that. And I feel like after being here, if I went to some of the other schools I was considering, I'd probably have trouble saying that, yeah, I am more than a football player. Mm-hmm. And I feel like here, even hanging out with like non-athletes, they treat you a certain type of way. That's not how other schools would treat you, not celebrity. Like like these are like real friends, like my high school friends. And they see me as Kyle more than just like number 14. Yeah, I think we're the only combination of like great football to the point where it could be like that. But then great people who are like not seeing us like that and see us as more than that. Shout out Indy. Yeah. If Indy. y'all could describe this football season or year or whatever in one word, what would you say? For me, I would say it would be a relief. Why is that? For me, being able to get my first start in, mm-hmm. not just to start, but play the way that I've been able to play, God willingly. Um, that's something that I've been waiting for since freshman year. But outside of that, this with COVID, like dealing with all that last year, not really being able to reach out for potential as people. I think I was just like more appreciative of like, mm-hmm. I guess life in a sense, because that was kind of like, taken, like hindered last year. Yeah. Sure. So I think relief. I'd probably say just blessed, honestly, for the most part, everybody around me is healthy. And in terms of school, like doing well in there and like stuff like that, everything's working out. And then football, there's like big expectations, stuff like that. And I was honestly like, like super nervous going to Florida State game because I'm like, I know people are watching me and I'm like, am I as good as everybody's saying? And then like I play well and I'm like, that's just relief. Like it's just blessed to be playing well. And then obviously the injury happened against USC. 
then looking back on it, I'm just blessed that it wasn't anything super serious. Like I didn't have the, I don't have the surgery, thank God. And that's just a blessing in a sense because that could have flipped my whole life around. But I would just say I'm blessed right now, just yeah. the whole year. Now I try to be so dramatic, but like a little bit like life changing, like this season, like Cam was saying, just like a relief. Because in the two words, season, so I'll let it go. Just one word. Yeah, There's yeah, a dash. Yeah. I'll give you a dash in there. <laughs> okay, like in this season, I wouldn't say like depressed, but I was just like real sad. Because right before fall camp, I'm not even trying to make this like all emotional or anything. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. Deep, bro. We ain't cried yet on the podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. But like <laughs> beginning of fall camp, you guys know I was like dating my girl for hella long and then we broke up right before fall camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And having fall camp, having football like all the time, especially during fall camp, you just have football all the time. That was just a mind distracting me like from something I didn't want to really focus on. It just helped me through that mm-hmm. situation. So... And it basically helped me throughout this whole entire season, not having me not to think about it as much and just put me better in a better mind state. And with this season, this like like Cam was saying too, like the first start, and this is my first start this whole season. And mm. I just took full advantage of it and it's been going well so far. And it puts you in a position to make that decision at the end of the season that you don't know if you should leave or you should like stay, but this is the best situation that right. you can it's be good, in. It's a good yeah, problem yeah. to have. There's a lot of yeah. people that want to be in that That's great problem to like, have. My word is like life-changing because just, well, yeah, well, I put you in like the right position to like make those decisions. Facts. You can't really describe anything like this, but I'll just say perspective. It can mean perspective for me as far as um, how I felt about this season. It can mean perspective for this team or even perspective for fans, really. I mean, like everyone thought this was supposed to be a rebuilding year. And for us, our perspective, we're looking at it like this isn't a rebuilding year. As we always said, this was a year we, we expected to do this. Mm-hmm. But from their mm-hmm. perspective, we weren't supposed to be here. We weren't supposed to be doing what we're doing. Personally, I would say perspective because although my role not, may not be as, as big on the team, I still feel like I've had a big role as far as like kind of helping some young guys come along. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I'm in like kind of understanding, like especially in the safety room, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like, There's so many new faces. Yeah, so yeah. many new faces. And um. I would say my perspective, you know, just like changing, although things may not be going your way, may not go your way or whatever it is, just kind of change your perspective and be like, you're still here. There's, so there's going to be, there's a role you have to fill at the end of the day, wherever that may be, whether it's being a good teammate, good boyfriend, good student, good son, brother, anything. So that's why, that's why just different perspective, different roles. That's how I feel about it. I've definitely enjoyed this semester and, and like this year, but my word would probably be challenging because, as you guys know, like I'm, I'm a walk on. So in reality, it's like zero game time, right? And so it's it's I don't know. It's difficult to do the same things every day, right? With the result mostly being the same, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. the goal is to play, right? But the goal for me is not is not the same for you guys. Obviously, you guys are all playing, and, and going into college, I kind of knew that. You know, as a walk on, it was everyone's like, oh, you're getting like. Chris Fink and like all this stuff. And oh, it's like, it's a cool idea, right? It's cool. Mm. And then as a freshman and, ju- and a sophomore, you can kind of be like, oh no, I'm redshirting, right? Like I'm, I'm not traveling because I'm redshirting. Sophomore year, it's like, ah, oh, whatever. You're still kind of young. As a junior, it does stink because obviously like uh, it's, I'm home more often in away games, right? I'm not traveling. And, and you get to the point where people start to ask you, and I don't want it to seem like I'm worrying about what other people think, but it is tough. It's like, oh, you're traveling this week. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not. I'll be, I'll be in town. And, and sometimes it's nice to be in town, but at the end of the day, it's like you're junior and you feel like kind of almost embarrassed 
to be yeah. not traveling, right? And at the hotel, I got to get up early to go to the, the Goog in the morning on Saturday. I want to be able to do, hang out with my friends a lot of time, but I can't because of football and I can't because of school. So I'm like, it's, it's hard to go to football at a time when like you're not really bearing the fruits of it necessarily yeah. on the field. And would I do it again? Yeah, I would do it again. I would be a walk on. I would sacrifice all stuff. At the end of the day, I think it's like, we, like I said earlier, shape me to be a better person. But it is challenging because the perspective you get, as KJ was saying, gain a lot of perspective. But I gained a lot of perspective, like kind of in the in the back, right? And not necessarily perspective like on the field or all that stuff. So challenging for me. Obviously, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer here when I say that. But just junior year comes around and you kind of like, oh, I'm closer to the leaving college. I'm closer to entering into the professional world. So I got to speed everything up, right? At the end of the day, but it's also like you're still in college. You kind of, you got to relax a little bit. Right. You got to take your time. I don't know. Yeah. There's kind of like a lot of stuff happened this semester on and off the field that I kind of had to like stop and take a look at it and figure it out. I feel like that was like, that whole segment was like the reason we started the podcast, honestly, because that's something yeah, like nobody listened to it would ever know. Maybe we we wouldn't even know like each yeah. other. Yeah, honestly, like, we wouldn't even say that. But that's pretty dope that we can do that. And that was very well said. By yeah, that was too. very well said. <laughs> um, that was real shit. Kudos to Connor and KJ for yeah. talking really well. Kudos Zay, to Zay, you could use some work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna move on to outside the garage now. We have a few questions today. First one. This comes from, uh, I'm going to butcher your name, at Kaya underscore Lee on Instagram. So you guys have been seeing all the red flags on social media. Red flag this, that's a red flag, this is a red flag. What's y'all's biggest red flags when it comes to girls? Just give one. Who wants to start? I, I don't want to start. <laughs> and this is like, <laughs> this is like a deal breaker. Flosky to guess. Let's, let's well, girls like you start. might consider dating. Hypothetically, if you were interested in a girl and then this happened. Okay, I gotcha. I can start. I can start. I would right, say... Right. Um, I just don't like lazy people. I mean, a lot of people do, and I don't want to sound that kind of way, but like waking up at like one and then like not doing anything. And then like, like consistently, you do, like consi- I mean, there's that. days you sleep in, but like consistently and you're just like, oh, I don't really do anything. Like I want like my girl to like be like doing stuff the other day, like kind of motivated and like self-righteous. And like, I feel like if you're just lazy and just let things happen around you, I feel like I'm like, like waiting on you to do something because you're just unmotivated. And I don't want to be around somebody like that because then that'll make me like, Mine's similar to that. I want, obviously, I'm single, but in this, you want, don't take this too seriously. Obviously, obviously, you want. You want. Hold on, I thought we were talking about red flags. You want what? No, I'm leaving you into that case. Because obviously, like, you I'm single. <laughs> Whatever. You guys take it as it is. But um, I was going to say, I want a girl that would like challenge me in like every kind of area, like academically. Everything, all that stuff. She's got stuff going for her, mm-hmm. right? She's not. She don't need you. She doesn't yeah. need me, right? So, like, not. I mean, on the flip side of that, the red flag would be she does need me for like all the stuff that like the after college stuff. Like I don't know. Um, like she would be waiting for me to get a job, right? And not every person has to have like a planned out future. Obviously, like mm-hmm. what they want to do exactly, exactly. But someone that's like motivated, yeah, you know, unmotivated, it would probably be like the the red flag. Yeah. The red flag. I would probably say. Like if she, like you're talking to her for a little bit, you just find out that she just knew who you were all along. Like you knew who you were like a football player and she's there basically uh, for the clout. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't know if that's a turnoff for everybody, but I feel like that's a turnoff for like a lot of guys. If No, that makes sense. If you're, if, you're, if you're like you know that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Me and uh, Reese are actually talking about that. Like with Drake, like, you know, Drake's all soft in his songs, like saying girls did him dirty. We're like, mm-hmm. 
that's probably real real shit though because he's drake yeah and any girl at this point from here on out until he dies like all he wants you, because in the back great. of his head he's like is she really messing with me or is she just yeah. a good actress that's always in the back of everybody's head yeah. it's back of my head all the time it's a struggle yeah. when you're a college football player like yeah not to say that we're drake nowhere near drake but <laughs> <laughs> we're like yeah. you question like is this girl with me because i'm a football player or does she actually like me right you know what i mean but uh red flag for me is um i don't like a girl that's pretentious like stuck up like full of herself you know yeah. what i mean like me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. There's no giving. There's no like understanding. I gotta make sure I'm the prettiest girl there. Just stand there. You know what I mean? And yeah. It's like, nah. Yeah. It's time to just turn me up. Mine probably have to be my red flag. Just no confidence. Like once you get to know me, I have like a, a bigger personality. Just someone that can't really match that or has no real like confidence or within himself. I feel like that would just be a red. Not really a red flag, but like a turn off. I yeah. guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. I want a girl that like cuss me out. Yeah, yeah. Get on by do something. <laughs> like, bro, what the what's wrong with you, bro? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. damn, my challenge fault. Everything. My bad. TTS. Challenge everything. Challenge everything. It's probably where he came up with that. Shout out Coach Freeman. Second one. Second outside of your garage question. A lot less. A little different. A lot less angst behind it. This comes from Matt Cole Silva. Favorite Christmas movie? The Grinch. Not cartoon, right? No, oh, the real one, the yeah. original one. Is that Jim Carrey? Oh, Jim Carrey, yeah. yeah. Mm. Or Ooh, I got it. Home Alone. Mm, I like the first one. Mm. First one? Do you like the second one? one? I thought the second one was I thought the second one was the least. Yeah. I like the first one, fourth one, second one, and third one. The fourth guys, one? Third it's not even Macaulay Culkin. It's, it's a different kid. But I like it, bro. I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> There's a fourth one? Yeah. It's a different kid in the third. And fourth? Yeah. He grew out of the role. Yeah, man. <laughs> 16 years old. Like, all right. It's like, all right, Kevin, you 18 now. Like, get on the, the flight. Bucket coming down the stairs. Um, for me, I would say the Polar Express. Mm. It's a cartoon, but I just love that movie. And kind of funny, I think Tom Hanks does like all the male roles. I know he does the, the ghost, the does conductor, and, and Santa. And, yeah. Which I, I learned that kind of recently, and I thought that was kind of cool. The Polar Express for me. Mine is. I forgot what movie it is, but it just came to mind. You know, it just came to mind. Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. He's like trying to find his toy for his son, and he's like going through everything trying to find his toy, and he finds a toy. It was like Jingle All the Way. I've never seen that. We gotta Jingle watch All it. the Way. That's I love that movie. We always watch Christmas Story at my house. This is my dad's. That's my dad's favorite movie, actually. Mm. But I feel like it's still played out now because I've seen it every year since I've been alive. So yeah. this movie, I yeah. probably have to say. The Nightmare Before Christmas. I like that movie. Mm. I would say either Polar Express or Elf. I also like the Santa Claus, the one with Tim Allen, where he uh, turns into yeah, Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. That one's good too. The Grinch is good too, though. I love That's the a Grinch, really good bro. movie. A lot of good. Right. Christmas Vacation. I love that yeah. movie. <laughs> it's so funny. So we're going to wrap it up there. Zay, appreciate you coming on again. Yeah, applause. Thank you, Zay. Yes, Follow on Instagram, Twitter. Isaiah.Foski, you know something simple. Oh, yeah. Isaiah.Foski. Oh, wow. You can find him. Wow. Mm, He's the one easy. with the big head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I appreciate you coming on again, bro. Um, maybe we can do this again sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Come along. Come along. You want to make a big announcement right now? You ready to make the? Are you staying? Are you leaving? You want to make it on the podcast? I like to say, nah, I'm joking. I don't know. I was like, yo, you actually want to do I appreciate y'all. See y'all next week. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate it.
Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.